Vishnupadaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Iti Namine Nama Prabhupada Enamaste Sarasati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvesesha Sunyavadi Asyataresha Tarine Hello Jayo Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Jaya Prabhupada 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 Jaya Prabhupada Nitai Goradibo Haribo Haribo Goradibo Jai Vishnu Paramahamsa Parivachakachari Divine Grace Sila Esi Bhakti Vedanta Swami Sila Prabhupada Ki Jai Sila Prabhupada Ki Jai Nitila Jai Vishnu Paramahamsa Parivachakachari Divine Grace Sila Bhakti Siddhanta Goswami Sila Prabhupada Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai Garanta Rashmat Bhagavatam Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Pramanande All glories to the assembled bodies All glories to the assembled bodies All glories to the assembled bodies Glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga All glories to Sri Prabhupada Today we are reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam from a different canto in glorification of devotee, uh, pure devotees of Krishna. So Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, chapter 13, verse 4. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Shutasya Pumsham Suchira Sramasya Nan Banjasa Surbhir Vidhitar Taha Tatta Degunanu Shravanam Mukunda Tatta Degunanu Shravanam Mukunda 
पदारविंदम हृदयशुयाशम श्रुत पुंसम शुचिश्रम मनवंजसुरुदीतावनम मुकुंद पदारविंदम हृदय शुजेशम श्रुत पुंसम शुचिश्रम मनवंजसुरीभ्युदीतुश्रवण मुकुंद पदारविंदम हृदय शुजेशम A persons who are in the process of hearing, Pumsham, Afshas persons, Suchira, for a long time, Shramasya, laboring very hard, Nanu, certainly, Anjasa, 
elaborately. Suribhi, by pure devotees. Uditaha, explained by. Artaha, statements. Tat, that. Tat, that. Guna, transcendental qualities. Anushravanam, thinking. Mukunda, the personality of Godhead, who awards liberation. Padaravindam, the lotus feet. Hidayeshu, within the heart. Jesham, of them. Translation provided by Ingratial Prabhupada Kijai. Persons who hear from a spiritual master with great labor and for a long time must hear from the mouth of a pure devotees about the character and activities of pure devotees. Pure devotees always think within their hearts of the lotus feet of the personality of Godhead, who awards his devotees liberation. For transcendental students are those who undergo great penance in being trained by hearing the Vedas from a bona fide spiritual master. Not only must they hear about the activities of the Lord, but they must also hear about the transcendental qualities of the devotees who are constantly thinking of the lotus feet of the Lord within their hearts. A pure devotee of the Lord cannot be separated from the lotus feet of the Lord for even a moment. Undoubtedly, the Lord is always within the hearts of all living creatures, but they hardly know about it because they are deluded by the illusory material energy. The devotees, however, realize the, the presence of the Lord and therefore they can always see the lotus feet of the Lord within their hearts. Such pure devotees of the Lord are as glorious as the Lord. They are in fact recommended by the Lord as more worshipable than he himself. Worship of the devotee is more potent than worship of the Lord. It is therefore the duty of the transcendental students to hear from devotees, as explained by <coughs> similar devotees of the Lord. Because one cannot explain about the Lord or his devotee unless one happens to be a pure devotee himself. I think this is, this is Srila Prabhupada, exactly the purport describes exactly what Srila Prabhupada is. <clears throat> because he's, he wrote the purport, but Prabhupada said, I didn't write these books, Krishna wrote it. So, actually, if you read it carefully and if you um, analyze a little bit what Prabhupada is saying, actually, actually Krishna is glorifying Prabhupada. Because Prabhupada said, I didn't write the books. His, he, 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 Prabhupada, he just translated what <coughs> Krishna was dictating to him. Because somebody was saying one time um, Prabhupada was reading his books and, and, and he, one of his disciples asked Prabhupada, why are you reading your own books? He wrote it. He said, no, I didn't write it. Krishna, Krishna spoke. Krishna wrote it. So here actually we can see the uh, Prabhupada here says, um, worship of the devotee is more potent than worship of the Lord. So to be very careful, um, uh, like sometimes we say stuff, but we can always see things and good qualities in a devotee in a positive way. Because 
Krishna's devotees are very special. Somehow or another. And then the devotees of Krishna, they're everywhere in, in America. How can Westerner uh, you know, be any, have any spiritual qualification? As we, as we know, people are born uh, ignorant. Um, and particularly uh, people born in India, uh, it's a very spiritual place. So how can, but it is says here, it's the mercy of the spiritual master that they are elevated. That is the only qualification. Srila Prabhupada, he is none other than an empowered by Krishna to do all the work that he did. Not any ordinary human being can accomplish such, or such work what Srila Prabhupada did in, in such a short time. It took Christianity to spread all over the world more than 2,000 years. What Prabhupada did within less than 15, 10 years, he established all over the world. And Hare Krishna is a family word. Everybody knows yeah, Hare Krishna in the Western country. In India, this is a Hare Rama, Hare Krishna. This is a family word. Because Prabhupada, he established the Hare Krishna movement all over the world. It's his blessing, it's his mercy. So this is a description of Prila Prabhupada. And we say, uh, appearance, disappearance. So it's like uh, somebody appear and then they disappear. But according to the Shastra, the scriptures, pure devotees, they never disappear. This is just a, uh, seemingly, they go away because that is the uh, 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 procedure or a, uh, uh, just you have to go through that once you have a body. But Prabhupada is always here. You have to in line with yourself to be able to feel that, the Prabhupada's presence. When you talk about Srila Prabhupada, automatically you talk about his disciples, his movement. It's connected. Just like if I talk about some people, then we talk about, we include their family, their children, their wife. Similarly, when you talk about Prabhupada, you also have to give credit to the Prabhupada, uh, Prabhupada's movement, his accomplishment, his disciples, that he that spread all the movement on behalf of him all over the world. So, here, even Krishna himself said, those who worship me, those who think they're my devotee, they're not my devotee. Those who think they're devotee of my devotee, they're my devotee. He says that in the Bhagavad Gita. That is how the system is. You can please Krishna, even in the spiritual realm. There's a system where you can approach Krishna through Radharani. You can approach Krishna through Prabhupada. You can approach Krishna uh, through the gopis and the Radharani and then to Krishna. This, everything has a system that you have to follow. So it's not that it's all gone. Prabhupada is always here. You have to simply in line with yourself to be able to connect yourself and you can see that Prabhupada's presence even today. It's not always what we can see physically that it appears to be. 
more subtle in spiritual realization is when we can understand more subtle matters from within. Then you will know. Just like when you chant Hare Krishna, it's not simply to get the rounds done. It's a very meditative uh, uh, exercise. Chanting, you have to put your mind to it. Then you'll feel, wow, this is so good. And you want to chant. So there is a spiritual realization comes when we can be more meditative, more intimate with ourselves, with Prabhupada. Uh, I saw Prabhupada in 1973-74, and not any ordinary people, when they saw him, they will know this person is different from any other people. Why was everyone so attracted to Prabhupada, an elderly man? So many elderly Indian men, they go to the West and moving around. Because Prabhupada was very unique. Prabhupada is so pure. That's what we always say, purity is the force. You can touch the heart of the people through your behavior, through your spirituality, for your spiritual consciousness. And Prabhupada had that. So Prabhupada is the most pure. He, he made the rules and regulations. No meat-eating, no intoxication, no gambling, no illicit sex. And some of his godbrother, they went to the West before Prabhupada. And he was, he, they told people, okay, no meat-eating, no gambling. They said impossible. They came back. They couldn't do it. No TV, no this. I said, wow. This is the things that we rely on. How can you tell us not to have those things? This is our main education, sense enjoyment. But Prabhupada knew how to do it because Prabhupada is the one who is supposed to do. He is the chosen one. Bhakti Saranta Sarasvati Thakur, when he first saw Prabhupada coming to him, he said, this is the man. I want you to preach. Immediately he saw, this is the person Krishna sent to preach in the Western country. Not just anyone. Even at the time of Kurukshetra, battlefield of Kurukshetra, there were so many great personalities. But Arjuna was Krishna's favorite. I hope everybody is listening online wherever you are. Because Prabhupada disappeared today and hardly anyone here. I know you have to work. Prabhupada's disappearance day, Prabhupada's appearance day is just as important as Krishna's appearance, Krishna's disappearance. Krishna doesn't disappear. He's Leela. He's just somebody shot in the arrow and, and, and made people think that he, he, he has a material body. You know, when he chant the mantra, Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, he's so powerful. It's like chanting Hare Krishna, so full of Shakti. There was a, a Mataji, um, he, she um, was captured by the KGB in Russia. You heard about the story? She was captured by the KGB. And she said, I'm not going to give up chanting. You know, Russian people are very, very, very staunch. Even materially, very staunch. They don't usually give up unless they become uh, they, kept, they become 
they can get what they want. So she said, you cannot make me not Krishna conscious. So they put her in a, special, in a room and uh, integrated her. So they bought a special person to brainwash her, like a, like a tantric. They were chanting mantra and she was going, so she didn't give up. She was chanting Hare Krishna more loudly. And, but she was feeling more crazy. So it wasn't working, the mantra. It's working, but she didn't feel any, uh, like, the effect was still onto her. <clears throat> so they are doing all this hoodloo thing, tantric on her, to try to make her not remember Krishna. So they're trying to brainwash her completely. She was moving on a chair, they tied her up. And so she was chanting day prayer, nothing happened. So then she starts chanting, Namo Vishnupadaya, Krishna Vrishtaya Bhutale, Srimate Bhaktivedanta, Swaminiti Namine, Namaste Saraswati Deve, Gauravani Pracharine, Nivisha Shunyavadi Pashata Deshatarine. It's a pretty long mantra actually. If you, if you, if you try to hurry it up, it's not, it's not good. Try to focus on the mantra. So she starts chanting this, and suddenly uh, the lady who was brainwashing her, she couldn't do anymore. Suddenly she saw an old man standing next to her with a stick and told her, leave her alone. So then, so the interrogator, the Russian lady, she started to take off. She said, where are you going? He said, oh, I can't do it anymore. There's an old, old man standing next to her. He, he's, she, he's stopping me. I can't do it. And they couldn't see Prabhupada. This is, this is true story. And Prabhupada was there for that devotee. So when you're chanting Prabhupada's mantra, it doesn't mean it's just a mechanical thing. You have to put it, your, your mind to it, chanting Prabhupada's mantra. It's very full of Shakti. When Prabhupada has what? 5,000 disciples at that time. He can remember everybody's name. I'm sure he can remember. And when I got up to get initiated, uh, Prabhupada said, your name is Prabhav. Prabhav, that's my name. And even I was perplexed. I said, how can that be a name? You know, Prabhav is not a name. Prabhash. There's a name Prabhash here in India. They have. So I said, uh, can you tell me again? And he says, Prabhav. I, and three times he said, because I never heard, you know, when you're young, you never use this word Prabhav. Prabhav means influence. I didn't hear this word. I thought, oh, Prabhash. Oh, thank you. He said, no, no, that's not your name. But Prabhupada, when he was initiating people, I feel he was initiating them according to the character. I think. And we have to live up to the name we have, what Prabhupada gave us. So Padaravinda is mentioned here. Pure devotees, they are at the feet, lotus feet of Krishna, because pure devotees, they are never leave the association of Krishna. People are thinking, Prabhupada, he's going to America, how is he going to survive? There's no food to eat. It's all meat there. 
I came here in Australia in 1984. And at that time, if you want to buy basmati rice, that's unheard of. Nobody knew what's basmati rice. Vegetarian things was not common at all. They had to get everything from India directly. Some Fijian shop happened to be. But now you can get everything. In a, in a, even in the supermarket, you can get all the section, all the Indian things. I think because it's the Prabhupada's iskon. We emphasize so much vegetarianism, so much Hare Krishna philosophy. And of course, so many Indians are here. It became a common word. Oh, yeah, Hare Krishna, Hare Ram. There comes the Hare Krishnas. When you go in the street, I heard people say it. Like, like white people, they say, oh, there goes the Hare Krishna people. The so Prabhupada started this Hare Krishna movement, and he didn't even mention his name. Hardly anybody knows Prabhupada, but everybody knows Hare Krishna. That's what Krishna's devotees do. They glorify Krishna. They put Krishna forefront. They remain behind. Just like going to Mayapur. Such a big temple, thousands of devotees. Nobody knows who you are. I, I was born and brought up in Mayapur. I go there, who are you? But don't worry. Krishna knows us. We're here because we want to glorify Krishna, because we want to serve Krishna, because we want to become a better disciple of Prabhupada, a better disciple of our Guru. That should be our motivation. We're not here for any other reasons. I want to become uh, this, I want to become that, famous. His temple is not meant for uh, that kind of, of name, fame, adoration, distinctions. This is what we're trying, trying, we're trying to give up those things. But those things come when you serve Krishna. Those things come. We don't, we don't want those things, but it comes. But we always have to remember, this is the mercy of our spiritual master. There's a story of uh, a mouse. A mouse, what is it? Mouse, right? And uh, a rishi. Uh, yeah. Mouse wanted to, um, was always hassled by cat. You know, cat always wanted to attack mouse and eat it. So the mouse went to the rishi, so please, can you make me a cat? He said, Tathasta, may you become a cat. And he was running around, going around, and the cat was attacked by dog. So he went to the rishi, oh, um, <coughs> sage, please, can you make me a dog? Tathasta, may you become a dog. The dog was attacked by a, uh, a lion, a tiger. So he went to the sage, can you make me a tiger? Because a tiger is attacking me. Tathasta. He can become a tiger. And tiger was looking at the sage, licking his finger. He wanted to eat the tiger. The tiger wanted to eat the sage. So, so he said, Oh, I gave you all the power. You want to eat me now? He says, Punarmashika Bhava. Again, a mouse. You become a mouse again. So, my point is that we are servant of Prabhupada. We are servant of our Guru. Never should cross in your mind to think, 
I'm the one who's enabling it. I'm the enabler. I'm the person. I'm the credited for. It's the mercy of Prabhupada. It's the mercy of our Vaishnavas. So our motivation should be how I can become the better servant of our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada works so hard. That's what it says here. Transcendental students, those who undergo great penance in being trained by hearing the Vedas from a bona fide spiritual master. We are all a student. This place, any of the temple, Hare Krishna temple in the world, it's a place for learning how we can train ourselves to become a good student. A, teach, a, a, a good student becomes a good teacher. Just like you have, uh, you study um, the Bhakti Shastri, you study all the uh, disciple course, then you're qualified to become a disciple. You're initiated. So you, if you can become a good disciple, then that qualifies you to become a guru. A guru is one who teaches by example, acharya. Sadguru Sadguru, a bona fide spiritual master, is because he was the best disciple of his guru. Amaragya Prachar, it says that Jare Dekatari Kaho Krishna Upadesh, Amaragya Guru Hetaravadesh. He said, Whomever you see, you see, you tell them about Krishna. He become a spiritual master and he teach others about Krishna. Every devotee is a spiritual master in your own way. You teach others by your own example. So, a transcendentalist, students are those who undergo great penance. Prabhupada went through so much hardship. You have no idea. You know, we, are, we have all the things now because that Prabhupada worked in the beginning to establish this Hare Krishna movement. If you read the Lilamrita, Prabhupada was uh, like homeless. No money, no uh, disciples, no one to help him. He was under a tree chanting Hare Krishna. But Prabhupada said, I am maybe far away from Vrindavan, but Vrindavan is next to me. I feel the presence of my Guru, he, even here in New York. That is the qualities of a pure devotee. They never feel separation from Krishna because they are so Krishna conscious. They can be anywhere and they can feel Krishna conscious because they are with Krishna wherever they are. And that's why he said, Abhaya Charanaravinda, Isi Bhaktivinda Swami, because Prabhupada is fearless. Fearless means he can. He's taking shelter of Krishna. He has no fear. He feels Krishna is there to protect him. That is the qualities of a devotee. Padaravindaya, he has taken shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna. We are meant to cling on the lotus feet of Krishna. We are meant to cling onto the holy name. We are meant to cling onto the lotus feet of our spiritual master. Therefore, there is no fear to such persons. Isn't it? That's why Prabhupada is known as Abhay Charan. Charan means feet. One who has taken shelter of the feet of Krishna. 
Exactly what he says here. Where is the fear? I lived in China for 10 years. You can ask any Indian person, any of you, go and live in China. No way. <laughs> you live in Melbourne or America, Europe, somewhere like that. In China, it's such a difficult place. People, you don't speak the language, the food. <coughs> so tough. I lived there 10 years on my own. And there's no devotees there. There is devotees, but you know, they're all busy. So I ordered food uh, like uh, from Indian, uh, some Indian people there, a few. They go around delivering food. And so they put like dal, sabjis, in a plastic, uh, con uh, plastic bag, not like container. So it's, it's real loose. I only had it once, it's so terrible. <laughs> and you know, then I found out there is vegetarian Chinese restaurant. So it was very tough, and I was teaching English to the Chinese people, and I didn't speak the Chinese. It was so tough, but then I prayed to Krishna. I prayed to Prabhupada, please help me. I was tired of Australia and all these places. I want to go somewhere far away. Best places to go to is China. You know about it. It's not easy to find devotees there unless they connect you. He said he wanted to go to China. He didn't know where the devotees are. So I gave him one number. They can, you have to connect. It's all underground. And I'll have to say to you, someone may be listening. <laughs> but I didn't feel any afraid. I, I wasn't afraid of living there. And when I came here, I wanted to go back. I was so used to living there. Because Krishna's devotee, when we take shelter of Krishna, we become fearless. I felt that. On the way to Calcutta, this is 1975, we are going for Ratayatra. So we're on a train. There's a train. We didn't have any cars in Mayapur. One run-down jeep, Mahindra, very old jeep. And that was only for pickup sannyasis. One old run-down jeep. <clears throat> so we used to take train. Very tough to travel in India those days. Now it's easier. So um, we took this train, and I was with the Gurukul boys, and they were saying, "You guys are CIA. You guys are uh, very bad, Hare Krishna. You are." Yeah. So they were going to attack us. So I was, you know, I was a small boy. And these people there, they were going to attack the devotees. And my teacher was from Canada, and there was another devotee from, from uh, I think it was Israel, white devotees. And they, were, they were harassing them. So I covered my head with the chadar. I said, I'm not Hare Krishna, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not from Iskon. I covered my head and covered like this, went to the corner. I said, I don't know these people. I was so scared. So it was very tough those days. Prabhupada says austerity and penance. So austerity. Sometimes they'd cook kichuri for us and we had to pick up bugs out of the kichuri. And we're eating that. We can't imagine. Sometimes you see on the side of the plate, you know, piles of bug. We took it out. 
But nobody complained because Prabhupada was here. He was the man behind who inspired us. And just like you see some person, they're so cute, you just feel very happy to be with them. There's one person, he heard about Krishna, glories of Krishna. Krishna is to wear kastupa jam and earrings, a lot of jewelry, very expensive jewelry, like diamonds and rubies. So he said, oh, I want to see Krishna, because he wants to steal those things. He's only a small boy, so it will be easy to take from him. So he, hear, he heard about Krishna wearing all those things. So he went all the way from another place to see Krishna. So his motive was to steal those jewelry from Krishna's body. So when he saw Krishna, he fell in love with Krishna. He said, no, no, you can keep it. I don't need it. I'm, I'm so happy to see you. I, I don't want anything from you. I just want to serve you. You know, sometimes your children, so they're so cute, you just love them. So you imagine seeing Krishna, how cute he would be, how beautiful he would be. So that's why Padaravinda. Lord Krishna, is, he, he wanted to go to the forest, first time. So Mother Jasoda and Nanda Maharaj, you can't go to the forest, you need to wear shoes. You know the story. He said, if you, want, if you want me to wear shoes, then you have to make shoes for all my cows. And Krishna had nine lakhs of cows, 900,000. It's not easy to make shoes overnight. That time there was no Chinese making quickly shoes. <laughs> Companies. So then um, Krishna went bare feet. And Krishna is mentioned, Krishna's lotus feet. So many signs on his feet, lotus feet. But not that Krishna is going to be hurt. Mother Earth will make easy for Krishna. Just like when you offer food, you're thinking, Oh God, what's going to happen? I didn't cook nicely, this problem. We, Krishna purposely puts us in anxiety. But don't worry, there are demigods there, there are gopis, they make sure Krishna gets it all perfectly. They don't allow to have burned dal and da without salt. Gopis make sure that Krishna gets the perfect. The people check. Just like if you're serving king, they'll make sure that it's all, it's all good. But he, purposely, we have to serve Krishna because he's allowing us to serve him. So we have to do it nicely. Perfection. Perfectly, for his pleasure. So Srila Prabhupada's mercy on us that we have this ISKCON facility. It's not a place for us to just sit back and relax and enjoy. He works so hard. That's my attitude. Why do I work hard? Because I know my mother worked very hard. My spiritual master worked so hard. There's no complacency. Don't think it's so easy to just go back to God and Hare Krishna, Hare Vol, take Pusharam, go back. No. Yes, of course. But you also have to work hard. If you're standing on the side of the road, nobody will come to you. So he made this beautiful temple. It's costly. It requires a lot of hardship to maintain it, to finance it. It's his mercy. So when the wealth comes, when the money comes, when the glories come, Name and fame comes. 
that is bound to come because that's what it does. When it is mentioned in extra devotion that when you do devotional service, the material opulence will follow you automatically. But the devotee knows this is not me. This is all Prabhupada's mercy. This is my spiritual mercy, spiritual master's glory. This is how we should be think. Otherwise, think uh, it's because of me. No. If Krishna didn't get power in your body, he could not move your body. Bumir upon all of you. Krishna says, I am those energy in your body. Earth, water, fire, air. It's without his mercy we could me function this body. So everything is done is by the mercy of the spiritual master. A pure devotee of the Lord cannot be separated from the lotus feet of the Lord for even a moment. Undoubtedly, the Lord is always within the hearts of the all-living creatures, but they hardly know about it because they are deluded by the illusory material energy. We are deluded by material energy. We become enamored by uh, opulence. We become enamored by glory. We become enamored by, we become attached. So we should always remember it's due to the glories of Prabhupada. It is due to the mercy of Krishna. It is due to the mercy of my spiritual master. It due to the mercy of the Vaishnavas. That should be the attitude. Not that our Prabhupada is not here anymore. I can do whatever I like. He never left us. Just like I said the story of the, the Russian lady. I remember when, in 1976, Prabhupada was supposed to come down the Pandal program. They have big stage program in Mayapur. Prabhupada was supposed to come and uh, give a talk and, and we were supposed to do a drama, Gurukul boys. But they said he is not well. So we are chanting Nishinga prayers for, for his recovery. That was 1976. She started to get sick. And when Prabhupada uh, was in Vrindavan, he, we all heard his He's going to leave this world. We cannot believe that. Because we all saw him very, very lively. And suddenly he's not well, which just doesn't click in us. We can never believe that. So when Prabhupada, we heard the story uh, from different devotees. They were telling us in the morning after Mangalarti that Prabhupada have left this world. We're shocked. So this morning I was discussing when pure devotees, they leave this planet and we feel the weight of it. There's something very special person not here, then you feel uh, we empty. We feel our shoulders weighed down by all the material things because that person is gone. At that time we felt that. And there's always a lot of hardship comes. Because we have no one to, uh, to um, console us. Everyone was quarreling and stuff. There were a lot of um, discrepancies in the movement at that time after Prabhupada left.
position, this, that, who is going to run it. <laughs> That's always the case. I didn't know these things, I was very young, small boy, I didn't know, but now I realize that um, I wouldn't be here today. It wasn't for Prabhupada, yeah. So, you have to be very strong because to live in the Hare Krishna movement, there can be a lot of challenges. Yeah. Challenges is, you know, one another amongst ourselves, like the three types of miseries come, one by your own mind, by other people, the demigods, natural disasters. But we have to be very strong that the definition of love, if you love Prabhupada, then you have to stick through hard and thick, no matter what, till the end. Like if you're doing a course, you don't just walk out of it in the middle of it. You finish the course, right? He doesn't just go away. So we are already here. It's not, why did Prabhupada work so hard to establish Hare Krishna movement? For our benefit. You know, I heard Prabhupada didn't want to come down here in the material world. Krishna says, no, no, you go, I'll make sure you're okay, I'll protect you. So, we have to see that that he works so hard, and we work hard to cut down our enjoyment. And that's what says Prabhupada mentioned right in the beginning of the purport. Beautifully, they perform austerity, penance. So much austerity Prabhupada did to establish this Hare Krishna movement. He could, Prabhupada said, I could have stayed in Vrindavan very nicely, chant, that's my home. He said Vrindavan is his home, right? Amayapur is home, Vrindavan is place to worship, Bombay is his office. But Vrindavan is his place of Golok Vrindavan, home. He said he gave up that Vrindavan to go to America to preach Krishna consciousness. That's a hardship. I came here in 1984. I want to make sure there's temple here, everything going here. I walk on the plane, then I know everything is taken care of. Somebody is there, pick me up. And I was all arranged. The temple helped. But Prabhupada didn't have any of those things. And Prabhupada was on the Jaladut to get on the ship. Nobody even came to say hello to him. To give him some, at least some assistance, some good words. They're jealous of him. Prabhupada wasn't discouraged because he knew his spiritual master is with him. Krishna is with him. We have to have the same position put in. Sometimes we are in the street distributing books. It's not easy, very tough. You have to pray to Krishna, please help. And it works. So, Dirha Brata. Krishna said, Dirha Brata. 
which means dedication, vows of dedication, vows of surrender. And that you can see in Prabhupada. He was never discouraged. Prabhupada knew. He, some of his disciples will go. Prabhupada knew these things. But he took risk because he wanted to preach Krishna consciousness as an urgency. Get to the people as quickly as possible. He took everyone, engaged them, even if they're going to leave. He took the risk. That's his mercy. Paradukha dukhi. Purity sees others unhappy, he feels hurt. We maybe talk about it, but Prabhupada had those qualities. Srila Prabhupada, that's why we have this Hare Krishna movement today. We just have to be, just be part of it. He doesn't do much. He's done all the work for us. It's so easy now. We just have to be part of the family. Work like Prabhupada. There's so much work to be done still. And he will bless us. Many of my god brothers, sannyasis, your guru, already left. Prabhupada was giving a talk and he said, uh, to all of his disciples, and he said, uh, he was talking about different devotees. And he said, in you, Tamal, Tamal Krishna, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is waiting for you. When you, when you leave this world, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is waiting. He said that. I've heard the story. Maybe so many of his disciples, they were not, they were coming from different backgrounds, different areas, to assist Prabhupada. Why do you think those white people in, in, in New York, where did they suddenly came from? They were sent by Krishna. They were waiting for Prabhupada to come. They were just going around. As soon as he came, they gave up. And, 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 and assist Prabhupada, because they were waiting for Prabhupada to come. Sometime in India, they say, oh, these white people, this, that. How can they be Brahmana? How can they be... No, you're only seeing external side. You have to see the background. In fact, Indian people that come here, they become devotees. So most of you become a devotee here, not in India. It's the Prabhupada's mercy. But we have to realize that we need to see that it's not here for enjoyment. We are here to work hard. Prabhupada said, work now, samadhi later. Means work now, later. Go back to Godhead. What do you call that? Uh, retirement. Prabhupada started this Hare Krishna movement at the time of retirement. He when he was 60, 70, he went to the US. When people just uh, get a home nearby the sea and just relax with the family. Prabhupada, that's the time he went. So this Hare Krishna movement that we're working, it's a, it's a teamwork. We have to be here. No time for retirement. No, 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 no. Somebody said something, and uh, I'm not coming anymore. That's your mind. Prabhupada was challenged so much. But he never gave up. Work to the end. Finish the course. And I halfway walk out. So many people are coming. There will be, be changes. 
Don't expect to be always glory. Glory comes, but it's Prabhupada's glory. That's how I always see. And not artificially we can be humble. We have to understand that he did all the work. We are just trotting along what he left for us to do. Prabhupada said, Bhaktivinoda can Thakur could have done it all. But he had mercy on me. He left some service for us. Prabhupada said. Similarly, we have to think the same way. Prabhupada did all the work. We just have to be part of it. Tools in the hand of our guru. It's not that we, we're here for uh, because this reason, that reason, so we can have a good life. We're all missionaries. We follow footsteps, following the footsteps of our guru, of the spiritual master, of the acharya, of the acharyas. If somebody comes to you at 10 o'clock at night before you go to sleep or 9 o'clock, big plate of pusharam, no thanks. You need to get up, it's going to affect your digestion. You can take a little bit of honor. So we have to know the purpose of our, of our being here is to serve our Guru, is to serve our spiritual master, is to cling unto the lotus feet of the spiritual master. Arjuna was sent to heavenly planet to get the, the weapon for, to fight the, in the Kurukshetra battle. And Arjuna's approach by Urvashi, one of the uh, damsels of the, uh, of the, uh, the heavenly planet, he said, I don't have time. I'm here for a reason. I, my brother sent me here to get the weapon. I don't I have time to be with you. Sorry. So we are performing service. There's so many uh, temptations that come along when you're serving Guru or Krishna. We, we, we let go of the lotus feet of Krishna. We let go of the lotus feet of Prabhupada. That's Maya. We let go of the shelter of the Guru. The Durasraya. It says Durasraya means bad shelter. The real shelter is at the feet of the Guru. Your Guru Maharaj, Deva Mitra Maharaj, or uh, Sankarshan Prabhu, or many, these are all are serving Prabhupada. We are all part of Prabhupada, connected through your Guru then all the way to Krishna. We are in the same family. Like in the family, uncle, brother, sister, uh, mama, so many different uh, uh, family relatives. But it's all part of the same family. Krishna's family, Prabhupada's family. And we have to stick together and serve Prabhupada in one piece. And it's like when Prabhupada was leaving, nobody came to say hello to him. When I heard that, I was really super upset. And then finally, when Prabhupada have the whole movement successfully established, and everybody wants a piece of it. You know what I mean? He did all the work. When Prabhupada asked, nobody come to help him. Even in Bindavan, Mayapur, it was very poor. I went to Brindavan in 1975. Some of those rich people that have a shop, they're, they're all going around a bicycle. Now they're driving Mercedes. It's because we are buying so much from ISKCON.
to take it to America, bring here for our shop. Everything Prabhupada gave us, his mercy. Donate some to his con. He said, no, 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 no. They don't want to give. Vindavan. Give to the Brahmacharis, give to his con. No, 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 no. Punar Mashika Bhava. This is what I said in the beginning. The glories come by the mercy of Prabhupada. Don't forget that. Our glories is the glory of our Guru, of Krishna, of Prabhupada. Simply. That's humility. We have to develop humility through understanding, not artificially. So this today is a disappearance day of Prabhupada. So we chose this verse to speak because it's in glorification of Prabhupada. Prabhupada is the one who um, praised, glorified Srila Prabhupada. In the glories that Srila Prabhupada got, we have no idea. Everybody used to fall at the feet of Prabhupada and so much glory. Never even once he thought himself that he is the one that deserves it. He always looking at Krishna, crying. I've seen Prabhupada crying, tears in his eyes, looking at Radha Madhava and Mayapur. All the temple, even here, you see Prabhupada Murthy, Radha Balava, directly facing, so you can see the deity. He used to cry seeing Krishna. Always in devotion, always in emotion, devotion to Krishna. He, he was never affected by the wealth. He was never affected by disciples, never affected by all the surroundings. He was always focused on Krishna, above material atmosphere. That's the quality of a pure devotee. You know, he was surrounded by so much wealth, but he always humbled at the feet of Krishna. He said, due to my Guru's mercy, I have some service. He said, due to the mercy of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur, I can do some service. This is the attitude we have to take also. Not that we do something and, and uh, we glorify ourselves. Our glory is Prabhupada's glory. Simply like that. I always tell myself this all the time, even a regular day. I do something nice, I say, this is mercy of Krishna, Prabhupada. Wasn't for Prabhupada, where would we be? If Prabhupada didn't go to America, we wouldn't have these temples today. Where would we be? Think about it. So it's always, it's, um, you know, back of, of everything that we do is, is the inspiration that we have to get from our spiritual master. They're the prime inspiration that inspires all of us. In the beginning days, the movement was so much hardship to establish the Hare Krishna movement, but because Prabhupada was here, he inspired all of us. Like a, like a parent, like a father sees the daughter or son, they're, they're in love because they're so cute. So similarly, when, he's, when Prabhupada was here, he just by his sweet words, by his association, Sadhu Sangha is mentioned here, a moment of association of a pure devotee, one is elevated to a higher platform. You associate with pure devotees. They have the power to, to empower you, enlighten you, 
Just a moment of association of a pure devotee. They can empower you. Cleanse away all your dirt from the heart. So pure devotee is mercy. Prabhupada, he purified all of this us. There was one devotee, he used to uh, collect money for Prabhupada in Japan, some place like that. And he was taking, uh, steal the money in a, in a way that thousands of dollars. And Prabhupada said, I know what you do, but after I leave, if you do, you will be caught. I am protecting you. He used to bring $10,000 US and give to Prabhupada. Prabhupada was very happy with him, but he said, he told him, after I leave, he can't do this. Because if you do it for you, I'm probably using for Krishna's service. I'm not going to tell you what he did. <laughs> so, Prabhupada is there protecting us. If you serve him, if your simple motivation is to serve Prabhupada genuinely, He'll be there for us. Krishna will be there for us. Genuinely. But if you're here for some other reason, you can be here too. But if you really want the mercy of Prabhupada, you have to understand, study these books. Prabhupada said, I, I've, I've, I've written, I've I took so much time to read this, to, to, to print these books, write these books. He encouraged his disciples to read it, distribute it. That's why they're packing, packing these books to distribute. Prabhupada praised his disciples, those who went out of book distribution. Work hard. So, any questions? Yeah. I give the microphone. Uh, <coughs> Prabhuji, uh, thank you for the class. Um, techniques for focusing uh, the mind on our mantras for better concentration. mentioned at the beginning. You see, um, the trouble comes from different ways. And it's mentioned that one of the hardest thing for us to focus is not the people around us, is our mind. So Krishna gives us the process in the Bhagavad Gita how we can um, serve Him. So He gives us a technique the Hare Krishna mantra is a way to focus our mind on Krishna. So it's not... So that, de that depends on your determination. Just like when you sit down to eat. You're hungry, you love the food so much. If people are talking, you're, not, you're oblivious. You're so observed in eating that. So much going around you. So, you're so that's focus. Totally, you're relishing the food that you're eating. That's kind of a meditation, actually. Similarly, when you chant Hare Krishna, put your mind to it. You hear the name 
Hare Krishna clearly, try to chant clearly. It's not a matter of getting the rounds done quickly. So you have clarify yourself, clarity, chanting clarity. Clearly hear the mantra. Prabhupada said, one mantra, once you done correctly, that's enough to take you back to Godhead. We're chanting every day. I'm chanting for 40 years, 50 years. With clarity. So hear the sound. If people are there, go to some place where there's no people around. It depends on you. You want to chant like that or not? You want to just get it done? So it depends on your vrata, your vows. I want to chant nicely. So there's going to be temptations. People, this and that, somebody says something. Oh, what do you say? Just walk away. Go to the mantra, go somewhere. Get away from, you know, like that. So you have to work on a, a system where you can um, chant nicely. It's not like we can say so many things about it. But when it comes to actually chanting, you have to do it yourself. Just like if you go to see a doctor, you know, they, they can solve your problem, they give you a prescription. But you walk out, you don't follow the prescription, you throw, the, throw it in the bin. But you have to follow the system, so everything is there if you follow it. How to chant the mantra, chanting clearly, hear the mantra. No offense to the Vaishnavas that affect the mantra, subtle meaning. So different, different things you have to follow. Ten offenses are there. If you uh, can chant, you're offending Vaishnava then Krishna will be displeased. No matter how much chant, if you're offending a Vaishnava, then it will have no meaning. Like that. Any other questions? They have a program uh, scheduled, right, today? 10.30, so we can speak a bit more. <coughs> and I remember Srila <coughs> Prabhupada, first time I saw him, um, the day I got initiated, people don't believe I'm initiated by Prabhupada because um, they would be 70s in their age. So they look very, I'm not Ritvik, that's the thing. I have a photo, I got the beads from Vapas directly. <laughs> One person said, you're Ridvig. I said, no, I have, the, I have videos actually. Um, Jadavar Prabhu has following Shla Prabhupada. So the first time I saw him getting the beads, <clears throat> he was kind of surprised uh, that a young boy uh, came up to him to get, uh, get initiated. And he said, I can't initiate you, you're too young. One thing I noticed, at that time, that particular time, one thing I noticed, that he closed his eyes. Why, why did he close his eyes? When he says, uh, where are the authorities, nobody was around. This is very, it's a very um, selective mind Prabhupada had. So I think when Prabhupada, like any of us, want to know something, you want to consult. So he closed his eyes. I was thinking, now I know, at that time I didn't know, now I feel maybe he was talking to Krishna. Should this boy get initiated or not? I felt. Sometimes 
you know, like pure devotees, they have constantly they are in connection with Krishna. They're consulting. And he's opened his eyes and says, never mind. That's what he said. At that time, I, thought, I didn't think of all this thing. But now I realize he said that. He clo he, first of all, he says, he, he didn't ask me anything. He looked at me, he said, I can, he, this boy is too young. Then he asked for the temple authorities, Bhavananda, Jayapatakumara, and they, they were around. Then he closed his eyes. Why did they want around? Maybe Krishna put them away. He closed his eyes just for a second. Like if I'm talking to you, I don't need hours and hours. He just goes, ha ha, TK. It's like one second. He closed his eyes open. Maybe Krishna was with him. And he said, hey, go ahead, do it. Just a sec, takes a second. So opened his eyes, he said, never mind. Why did he say that? That I felt, so there's a meaning to that. Then I felt, now I feel, maybe because he was consulting Krishna. This boy is okay, give him. Maybe he'll help me in the future. He's not going to go away. Like I said before, he was taking risk. But Krishna gave him the approval. It's okay, I'm still here. <laughs> so I feel really happy about that. I can, uh, I'm not afraid of anybody or anything. But because I feel protection of Krishna. I feel I'm on his side. He's on my side. And I have so many instances where I'm meant to die. Close death um, encounter. Many, I can tell you. I was, just one I will tell you. One. I was going on Sankirtan. Actually, I'll tell you two. After breakfast, you know, Sankirtan devotees, we have some suas breakfast. Uh, so we had halwa, puri, big breakfast. This is in Sydney. And we are driving to Newcastle, another suburb, another city. And like around 11 o'clock in the morning. And my driver, he is also with both of us. We are in the panel van. The back, back of the van is full of paraphernalia we are going to sell. We both fell asleep. And we ended up in the field, you know, like five minutes later, in the field, 100 yards in the field. And we said, ah, what's going on? We woke up and nothing happened to us. If that happened, two minutes from there we'd be dead because they had a cliff. You know, on the way there's a big, big cliff. So Krishna protected us. Another time, Sankirtan, this is also in Sydney. I was very passionate, like young, only under 20. So I was very passionate and can get angry and stuff. So somebody, one girl insulted me in the car park. I was doing uh, some selling stuff. So I, I, I insulted back. And then half an hour later, her boyfriend was coming to kill me. He had a big knife, and they were, they were from a uh, Mohammedan background. You know, like uh, they're having the war in the Middle East. And he was coming with a big knife like this. He said, you know, chop his head off. Like that's what they do. <laughs> and I was on the other side of the car park. So he had this huge knife, like a machete. So my, I had another, another devotee with me. 
he, so he saw him, he said, he said, what are you doing with that knife? He said, no, I want to chop that guy's off. His girl, he, like, I, I insulted his girlfriend. He said, chop, his head, chop my head off. So he was coming with a big knife. <laughs> you can imagine those days. I'm like, I was thinking, let him come. <laughs> chop my head off. I'll, I'll, I'll encounter. But anyway, I didn't do anything. So my friend told him, he's crazy. Just don't waste your time. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> so he didn't come. Immediately, my friend came to me, so we better get out of here. <laughs> so this Krishna is protecting me. So how come he met another devotee on the way? Like, he could have chopped my head off. This Krishna is protecting me. So I always feel Krishna is on my side, or I'm his, because I'm his side. This is the second story. Another time, we are all sitting in the temple before Harinam. We had a big feast, pizza, all the thing, and we were just belching. <laughs> just, you know, and we were before Harinam. Suddenly, something went over my head, like a bullet, and I fell unconscious. And so they had, like, for a shock. So the person who was cleaning the temple, he was drying the temple with a fan on. So one of the blade went, it could have gone here, I'd be instantly dead, like a bullet. This three story I'm telling is true story. So they took me to the, uh, the, to the hospital nearby, um, St. Vincent's Hospital near the temple. I, they had to keep me in the overnight. Nothing really happened, just slice of my skin. But I was, I was uh, unconscious because of shock. They said, that absorbed me. So that's Krishna protecting me. And nobody even know what happened. It was so fast. The blade, a number five. It's going so such a fast speed. Like this blade gone and hit me. That's not true. We had to look for the blade, where it is. See, if it hit me here, I'll be dead. I'll be chopped in half. See, this is Krishna. So why I'm here today, is Prabhupada's mercy. Krishna's mercy. This is three stories, and I have many more. So this is this all happened in the modern day, just recently, last within the last 20 years. So don't think this is all just a joke. Krishna, I know we have this festival, wasting our money, what are you doing? No, this is, this God is there, He's protecting us, He's always there for us. So, program starts in, within in an hour, so we can all have a rest a little bit. Before that, if you have any more questions, if you don't, we have a rest for another, for an hour. One more question, or? Okay, Hare Krishna. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Hare Krishna.